Hi guys, this is Trish with Trish and Tam for Love on the Line podcast. It's just lonely on me today, all by myself. And I will refrain from singing the song because you know I want to. Um, sorry, Eric Carmen. Anyway, I have to be really honest with you and tell you that this is actually my third attempt to do a podcast today. Yep. And I guess, uh, you know, a third time is a charm that, that phrase didn't just come from nowhere. It seems like third time is often how many times it takes for me to do something. So let me tell you what happened. First time I recorded, 16 minutes and seven seconds into it. And I stopped it a little bit. Well, I realized a little bit before that, that, uh, Yes, even though I was recording and yes, there was sound, it was all coming through the laptop. So instead of having a better sound quality when it comes through the microphone, coming through the laptop, you're hearing all the background noise of, you know, the brain running on the laptop and that kind of stuff. Fine. I thought, well, you know what? I don't even remember what I talked about in that first one. I'm just going to go ahead and we'll just, we'll just record a second one. So... I recorded my second one. Now, mind you, I check the equipment each time. Recorded the second one and uh, went to playback. And this time, no sound, but 28 minutes had been recorded. Well, that's weird. No sound. Went back to the other recording. Yep, speakers are working because that one had sound. And I looked at the microphone and it had been put on mute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So needless to say, my frustration was quite high at that point. I thought, you know what? I don't even remember what I talked about in the first one for the first 16 minutes. I don't know what I, I mean, I know about what I talked about, but I don't know what I said. I don't listen to me. (laughs) And in the second one, you know, rambled on for 28 minutes and I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. I don't have it in me to drudge up those same topics and try to say the same things a third time. Now, you know, I'm not real uh, (laughs) quick when it comes to signs. And oftentimes it takes about three times for my spiritual team to bring something to me before I'm going, oh, you guys are like trying to tell me something, right? Like, okay, let me kind of look into this. I don't know why I have to sound like a surfer dude, but anyway. So I took some time and sat down with my spiritual team and said, you guys want me to do a third recording, don't you? Yep. I can't just tack on to that first one, can I? Nope. Damn it. And I'm like, well, you know, I kind of know what I covered, guys, but I don't know exactly what I said. And they said, that's fine. You don't need to go through all that again. I'm like, okay, good, because my brain is fried. Um, um, so I'm like, what do you guys want me to do? hmm, well, you know what? How about you just think on that for a second, Trish? I'm like, well, I kind of covered stuff that I talked on my Facebook about a little bit before. Mm-hmm. Where else have you talked about it? On my blog that you guys haven't let me do for a year? Like almost exactly. It's been a year since they let me do my blog. And when I say let me do my blog, I mean, literally, I would sit down and start to type and the screen would go black. Okay, fine. Sit down, start to type. Screen would go black. 
all right, about three times of that, no joke, three times. And I went, okay, so you guys are telling me something here. And what is it? Don't do a blog at this time. Okay, but you guys are the ones that are bugging me to do a blog. Like, I don't know anything about blogs. And I went through all this crap to figure out what a blog was and how to go about doing it. I'm like, yep, but now no, no more. So I was able to do two blogs um, a year ago and was not ever able to go back to it. So what they said was, read your blogs. Okay, this is where I insert my eye roll and say, that could not be more boring. So they're like, well, have you read your blogs lately? I'm like, no, I haven't read my blogs lately. I wrote them a year ago. Why would I read my blogs lately? Like, I'm not that entertaining. <laughs> I'm not that entertaining. Why would I want to go back and read that? They said, you need to go back and read it. And I have to be honest with you guys, when I went back and read them, I thought, I wrote those? <laughs> I can't believe that I actually had my thoughts gathered enough to to uh, write those. So I, I see why they told me to read my blog. I guess it's much more organized than thought. But also the blog does, you know, let some of my personality shine through. Um, and though it's going to sound super boring, I think that's probably how we'll wrap up. Um, and then maybe you guys can let me know whether or not I try to get back to my blog. Maybe that's the point they're trying to prove. I mean, let me tell you, right now my face is getting super flushed. So somebody's trying to tell me something. All right. But before I do that boring thing of reading my blog, and I hope you don't tune me out when I do go to do that, I, I will try to do it with some life in my voice. Um, I do have one question to, uh, a, a very particular question to answer about spirituality. It's a, it's a simple one. Um, and so basically the question was, Hold on, let me pull it up. Maybe. Hopefully the sound's okay, because today I'm recording from my in-home studio. We're not in the studio that I share with uh, Tam to normally do this. Um, I did take down the clock so you didn't hear the... The tick, tick, tick in the background. Um, and I turned off my sound machine, so hopefully the sound's all right. Hopefully I'm close enough to the mic. I know you'll probably hear me rustling and moving around because uh, I'm not sitting in the same type of... Um, chairs but oh well we'll all survive right all right so here we go question is maybe come on open up we came this close don't close the dial on me now that's what it did when I tried to record record the first podcast it uh wouldn't even let me get into the app to uh read the question and you've got to be kidding me all right well anyway even if I don't read it verbatim if I remember correctly it was along the lines of oh are you gonna let me Excuse me. All right, here it is. Yay, let me. So if you get the privilege to become a spirit guide, be, do you become one as the person you were in your last living life? Yes, because that's the life you conquered for that subject matter or whatnot. And so that's that's where you where you are. So for example, when you come to me and um, I pull forward your spirit guide or somebody sends in question, I pull forward your spirit guide for love and relationship. The way that person looks and the name they give me is for that last life that they had. All right, second component. On that line, once you've been a spirit guide, can you come back and live another life to gain more experience? Yes. So let's say you conquered that, for example. Like, oh, I conquered being, you know, love, love and relationship spirit guide. I really want to conquer money, career, whatever. Yes, you can come back and um, attempt to conquer that. Now, mind you, you're probably not going to get in the first attempt. So um, you might have to have more than, more than just that life. And there's nothing wrong with that. So that was kind of that question along those lines. Um, the other question that Tam and I touched on last week, because we had had people, I mean, people have asked me several times, um, 
how'd you come to do what you do and what all is it that you do? Uh, and they also wanted to know how Tam and I came to be a team. So I think last week we kind of talked about how her and I became, oh my gosh, how her and I became a team. Um, so I think now what I'm going to do is just, uh, I guess, <clears throat> read my blog and it'll talk about how I came to do what I do. Um, okay. Now, mind you, this first blog was from Tuesday, October 25th, 2016. So it's been two years now. If I make reference to something being from last year, it was actually two years ago. Um, so the blog is change leads to change. So <clears throat> the title of this one is what to do with the change. So what do you do with change? Embrace it, complain about it, run from it. And do you have a choice about what to do with the change? What if it was bigger than you and totally out of your control? What do you do then? I've had little changes in my life, bra size, hair color, clothes, vocabulary, what vocabulary, if I can't say it, probably shouldn't be. Uh, writing it but anyway vocabulary what I enjoy eating <clears throat> there have been big changes too: divorce marriages birth of my two amazing children home ownership and a master's degree just to name a few all of these things big and small allow me to grow sometimes literally build insight and help me to adapt more and more each time nothing could, could have prepared me though for the change that occurred last year this is where I insert two years ago now I had seen psychics and mediums in the past. I appreciated their work and admired the peace they could bring to individuals, including myself. You can imagine my surprise that when a psychic medium told me last year, now two years ago, you have some of this ability too. You have to open that up. It's almost like I was being scolded. I explained to him that I did not know how to do that. He told me to meditate. <laughs> Insert eye roll here. He said, by watching a candle flame. Yep. A candle flame. Okay, you want my unmedicated ADD ass to meditate. Sure, let me get right on that. Well, I did it. Meditated and opened up the gift. He was right. I saw colors within one week and faces within two weeks. That makes it sound like opening the gift was simple. It was. It, it was not. There were so many times I thought for sure I may have been mentally ill. Things came in increments. Colors, faces, sensations, voices. You could probably see why I thought it was going clinically, officially, out of my mind. There are a lot of funny, miraculous, goosebump-producing stories I could share with you, as well as the answers to some of life's pressing questions. What happens when we die? Is there really a heaven? How about hell? Guardian angels, are they real? Do they exist? What about spirit guides? Do numbers really matter? I will use this blog to tell you those stories and to answer those questions. I will use this blog to tell you about Trish the Healer, Medium, and Holistic Healer. And hopefully, you'll be back for more. <laughs> this is where I get to comment and say, yeah, but the spirit guides won't let me. <laughs> I get to do one more and that's it. <clears throat> and then just you know, feel free to follow me on Facebook and Twitter. Okay? So that was the first one. And we go back. <clears throat> so on Tuesday, November 29, 2016... Blog titled, Some Things I Have Learned From The Change, which is funny because um, I kept making it sound like menopause. And that was like a little, little joke to myself because I was yeah, pre-menopausal. Anyway, so we all have them, even when you think that you don't. When you're feeling alone, misguided, angry, frustrated, abandoned, you still have them. This team that is always 
rooting for you. This team who wants you to succeed, follow the power of your heart and the path that you are destined. Who are these individuals and where are they now? Spirit guides, for the most part, um, individuals have five. So five individuals selected by the divine, higher power, heavens, HR, whatever you want to refer to it. Especially for you, they are chosen based on what you need. Struggling love, career, finance, education, parenthood, there's a spirit guide chosen for you to help you manage, conquer, succeed, and make decisions in areas like this. Spirit guides have walked earth. That is why they have been chosen. They come to have an understanding in their area of expertise and want you to be able to benefit from it. Becoming a spirit guide is a privilege. It is something we strive for with each passing life we have. Spirit guides can change as our needs change. So for example, after leaving work for an employer and beginning the endeavor to do healing and medium work full-time, I had a spirit guide change. I no longer had the need for Dietrich. That was my guide to remind me, you can't say that at work, Trish. <laughs> really, Dietrich, why not? Like, that's how I feel. <laughs> no, no, no. So enters Samuel, my spirit guide to assist me in being innovative and building my own business. So, guardian angels. We all have one. Yes, everyone. Everyone has one. Even when you're like, but that guy's a pendejo. I'm sorry. That guy's a jerk. There's no way he has an angel guiding him because they would walk down on the job by now. Nope, that guy has one. That split second that you pause for some reason when the traffic light is green only to avoid being hit by a careless red light runner. That was your guardian angel. He or she is there all day, every day, assigned to you from birth and guiding you life after life. They have not ever walked earth. Never have they walked earth. That is not as beings like we have. Yes, they do have wings, though they do not all look the same. My guardian angel Delilah, for example, has wings shaped like a butterfly, while one of my good friend's angels, guardian angels Nico, has more angular shaped wings. And guardian angels have been chosen for you by the divine as well. You can talk to them, pray to them, as they are messengers for God. Ask them for guidance, a sign, a message. They love to be acknowledged and called upon. It's what they live for. So if you're somebody that's safe for you to do divination, talk to them, guys. Or even if you meditate or take quiet moments, like just let your mind be quiet and feel, okay? All right, this is just a small amount of what I've learned along this journey. I don't know if all mediums are given the same information from their team. This is the information I've been given from my spiritual team. It's nothing I've read in books or online or anything like that. Information that was given to me via conversations, visions, sensations, meditations. Now that you have this information, use it. Call upon your team that wants to be the, they want, baby, 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 wouldn't be me if I didn't flub, guys. Call upon your team that wants you to be the best you and have the best life. Call upon them with your wishes, hopes, dreams, frustrations. My God, you are allowed to be angry. Call upon them for a sign, a sign to know that they are there, a sign that you are never alone. That was my second blog. Like I said, that's all the further they let me get um, before they closed it down on me. Um, hopefully that wasn't too boring for you and you guys were able to muddle through that. Um, you know, I'm only 15 minutes into this podcast. Not, not really for sure what I'm supposed to cover now. Um, 
as far as looking back, like when I look back now on the blog for myself and a year ago, um, it's amazing how many more components my gift has to it now um, that it didn't have then. Not to say that it wasn't effective then, because it was, um, but it it's definitely has some some neat things to it now. For example, I I know that you know a year ago you know there was I could do aura cleansings and tell you what your aura looked like and whatnot. Um, you know, look into your chakras and those types of things. Um, it's just uh, it's interesting now how I know specifically how to call upon. Um, certain individuals in our spiritual team so if i want to bring forth your guardian angel i can do that if i want to bring forth love and relationship spirit god i can do that career parenthood whatever it may be um i can do that to help with your healing or to help with your your answers um there is a new component to my gift that i i'm having actually a very hard time accepting um i've only found out about it i don't know two three weeks ago um, and I never take anything about my gift. I never take any of it lightly. When a new thing comes forward or I figure out a new thing or whatnot, um, or a new spirit comes through or whatnot, I never take it lightly because it's all phenomenal. It all has meaning. Um, but I, I can't take it lightly because, you know, we're talking about my life here and we're talking about other people's lives and other people's journeys and my journey and it's and it's not fair to just have blind faith in all of it um, most of the time when when something like that happens they give me some visual validation or an experience because I'll be the first one to be like this is bullshit like you guys are making this up and I've literally said that to them before like this is bullshit you guys are making this up that can't be true this that, that can't really be the thing that's happening or you can't really be who you say you are um, Hold on, I'm going to pause for a drink here. Because, you know, if Tam was here, you wouldn't know I was taking a drink. But since it's just little old me, you know. So here we go. Big gulp. Om nom nom. Can't promise you that I won't have to pause for a potty break here soon either. Um, <clears throat> so when I have a new entity or spirit come to me and stating who they are and what? Like, you have to be kidding me. Like, that's just not possible. So, I mean, there's... There's components to my spiritual team, like there's there's people on my spiritual team that I don't talk about because it's not, I don't think it's time to take those things public yet. I, I don't have enough uh, reputation or recognition yet to uh, to do that. I mean, I think I'd probably be <clears throat> laughed right into a mental health hospital if I were to do that. Um, because my own family, when I came forward and, and told them that I had this gift, um, I was I was really judged and chastised and <sighs> criticized and all the other eyes, you know, ostracized or whatnot. And we're still healing from it um, because it was very hard for them to accept or is hard for them to accept. Um, mostly, I think, because people are scared of it. <clears throat> so there's a new component um, to my gift that uh, I personally having a very hard time wrapping my head around and somebody's bugging me about it right now um have they given me some validation that this next component of my gift is is true and legitimate yes they have um but it's such a big claim that it's not something that I feel like is it's time to take public yet and when it is time to take public 
you know, I will. So maybe in the next few weeks, if you guys bear with me, um, I'll, I'll bring it out. But let's just say it um, has something to do with karma. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm just going to leave it at that. Um, so, so 20 minutes into this, I really need to run to the restroom. I really don't know there's much else that you guys want me to talk about. I mean, I'm not that exciting. So I'll pause. And maybe when I take my restroom break, I will think of something else that I need to and want to cover. Or maybe my spiritual team will holler at me and tell me to cover this, that, and the other thing. So I'm going to pause. Hopefully there won't be too much dead air. And I will be right back. Just a second. Okay, I'm back. And hopefully you're still with me. All right. So, you know, we talk a lot about um, loving yourself. And, you know, loving yourself, then you begin to radiate. Um, really accepting who you are. Let me tell you that this journey, um, opening the gift and being a medium and holistic healer, I feel like could have either made me or broken me. Um, I think Tam has even referred to um, me radiating on the podcast because she saw me prior to this gift she saw me when I was opening this gift, and she's watched me progress. Um, and luckily, you know, I've had amazing friends that have been there with me through this. And people often say to me, gosh, it's so cool that you can do what you can do. Gosh, I wish I could do that. That would be so awesome. I have to tell you guys, to be really, really honest, I would not wish this gift on everybody. Um... There's times that it's grueling. There's times that it's exhausting emotionally and or physically. Um, there's times that it's downright cruel. Um, cruel because sometimes it's just to know the future and not know when. You know what I mean? Like, we know that's going to happen. We don't know when. For the good and the bad. Um, I wouldn't wish it upon everybody because... Sometimes I feel like my life is not my own. Sometimes I feel like I don't get to be my own person. When I lay down at bed at night, you guys are left alone. Like, okay, this is your body. That's your temple. You want to go to sleep, you go to sleep. It's not like that for me all the time. Um, you know, they can bother me with pain. Um, like literally inflict some type of pain or tingling or tickling or itching or whatever. You know, so that I have to you know, focus and see what it is, or I have to get back on track. And, and, you know, like sometimes it's just, I'm not always divinely guided as you guys are. Sometimes I truly am divinely controlled. And there are times that seems very unfair. Um, so when it comes to accepting ourselves, just like all the components of my gift, me not taking them lightly, the gift itself, I did not take lightly. I did not love myself with this gift all the time, you know, because of the ridicule, the judgment, you know, people ask, well, what is it that you do? Oh, I'm a medium, a holistic healer. Insert awkward pause. Oh, okay. Well, that sounds interesting. So anyway, do you want paper or plastic? You know, I mean, whatever, um, because not everybody believes. So can you imagine working a job 
and actually kind of being a therapist was like that too. I think it was, it was to prepare me because I worked with uh, sexual trauma and sexual addictions. Um, and so yes, I, there was, there was criminality and, and some of the individuals that I worked with. And so there was still some ostracizing that took place because some people as therapists will not work with a certain population. And I think that was to prepare me. Um, so imagine though, if you worked in a profession that people didn't believe in it, imagine you're a doctor, a dentist, a, a vet, you're a, you're an attorney, you're a massage therapist, and people are like, that's not real. People don't really do that. You know, and that's not that we define ourselves necessarily by our profession, but let's be realistic. We get attracted to our profession because of our, usually there's traits in our, our personality and vice versa, you know. Um, so, like I said, I would not wish this gift on everyone. There's a reason why, even though we all have intuitive, you know, feelings and thoughts, there's a reason why not all of us open up our gift fully each life. Because there are so many things that come with it that are heartbreaking, that are frustrating, that are cruel, um, that it can't just be for anyone and everyone. Luckily, though, they also bless me with things that are miraculous and amazing and thrilling that I know that no one else will be able to experience it that way. So, yes, I have to take the good with the bad and the bad with the good. Um, is this something that I could just stop doing tomorrow? No. And they wouldn't even allow that. So think about it that way. You know, what you do for a living, could you walk away and not do it tomorrow? Probably. You know, if you're like, oh, I no longer want to be, you know, an exotic dancer, whatever. I don't know, belly dancer or mechanic, whatever. I'm not going to do that anymore. You could walk away and not do that anymore and go do something else. I can't walk away from this. It's, they, there's no way they would leave me alone. When you're called to do something, guys, and think about that. When you're called to do something, it will find its way. You will call upon your, like you will, you will do it. You've been called upon to do it. So for example, if you're working a job right now and you're making shit tons of money, but you are miserable doing your job and you find yourself constantly thinking about volunteer work or gosh, I'm really drawn to that nonprofit. Why do I want to go do that? Why do I want to be part of that charitable action, that charitable action? You're being called and maybe it's time to answer. So that way, yeah, you might not have the same financial stability, but maybe following the power of your heart and your intuition and that path that has been laid before you, maybe that's where you find your happiness. So that's probably enough babbling for today. I made it to 27 minutes right now. Um, you guys have been great. I hope that you listened to it. I hope that it wasn't too terribly boring. If you have any questions, you know, questions about anything, you know, relationships or spirituality or how things work and yada, 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 don't be afraid to reach out to us. Facebook, Love on the Line Podcast, or email us, Love on the Line uh, Podcast at gmail.com, Twitter, Love on the Line uh, PC. So many different ways to get a hold of us, no reason not to. If you want to reach me uh, for a session or whatever it might be, 
You can reach me at Trish the Healer Facebook page. You can also email me at trishthehealer at gmail.com. So guys, here's what I'm asking. Here's what I'm telling you. Please, you know, you're listening to us. I love that you're listening to us. Talk about us. Spread the word. Let's 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 inform the public that there's more than just us. Let's inform the public that we can be enlightened and we can be healthy and we can and we can do this together. All right. So have a beautiful week. Hopefully there wasn't too much background noise. I'm sorry I didn't snort. Maybe I'll give you one on the way out. There you go, guys. Have a good one. Bye.